Pastor Chooks Obina Ogoye. Pastor Chooks is the lead pastor of Resurrection Life Church in Johannesburg. He is a passionate teacher and preacher of the Word of God and has been blessed by God with the uncanny ability and gift to explain and unpack deep and complex spiritual truths in very easy to understand and apply formats. Pastor Chooks has been involved and active in marketplace ministries. He's an entrepreneur and business consultant with an avid passion for raising other entrepreneurs and business leaders. He has taught and facilitated many leadership and entrepreneurship courses and seminars. He is the host of broadcast programs on Facebook, YouTube, and several podcast channels. Living the life with Pastor Chooks, the amazing power of woman. Thank God, it's Friday. Good evening. Welcome, 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 welcome. Tonight, um, we are doing episode 227, 227 of our online masterclass, Understanding the Goodness of God. Understanding the Goodness of God. My name is Chuck Sugoye. Um, I have been sharing on a mini-series uh, titled... Uh, the goodness of God and stubborn problems. Uh, tonight is part six, part six of that taught. I have taught five episodes already. Tonight is part six. All right, and um, we want to read from John chapter nine and John chapter five tonight. We want to learn a few things from the two stories that are told in John chapter nine and John chapter five about, you know, um, how God uh, sees stubborn problems and how he deals with stubborn problems. Let's read. Uh, John chapter 9, verse 1. Now as Jesus passed by, he saw a man who was blind from birth. He saw a man, not a boy. He saw a man who was blind from birth. So, so this man, uh, uh, for, for the Bible to call him a man, means he's above 20 years old. So, so we don't know how long, how long he has lived, but we know he's above 20 years old. All right, so so he, this problem is not less than 20 years old because he, he has been blind from birth. He was born blind. He was born blind. He, he had never seen in his life. He was born blind. So, so this is a problem that has been from the day he entered into the world. The Bible says, his disciple asked him, his disciples asked him, say, Rabbi, who sinned? This man or his parents that he was born blind. I mean, this question is very naughty. Who sinned? This man or his, or his parents? How can the man sin in the, in, in the womb? For him to be born blind, I mean, this question is very naughty. Who, who sinned? This man or his parents that he was born blind? Jesus answered, neither this man nor his parents sinned. Neither this man nor his parents sinned. So, I, we had said in the, in the previous episodes that stubborn problems uh, can be because of sin or missing the mark or misalignment. Right? Sin is the same as missing the mark. When you miss the mark, when you are misaligned. So, when, when things are supposed to be here and they are here, you know, it's, it's misaligned. So, stubborn problems can be because of misalignment, which is sin. Uh, but this particular stubborn problem is not because of the sin of this man, nor the sin of his parents. 
we are not saying that the man is perfect. We are not saying that the parents are perfect. But we are saying, Jesus is explaining that the stubborn problem that has been in this man's life is not as a result of misalignment of the man or the, or, or the parents. It's not as a result of missing the mark for the man or missing the mark for the parents. Nobody missed any mark. Alright? So, so, so this stubborn problem and I have said it from the beginning that, you know, different things cause stubborn problems. Different things cause stubborn problems. So this particular one is not because of the sin of the man, nor the sin of the, of the parents, the father and the mother. But that the works of God be revealed in him. But that the works of God be revealed in him. The works of God is the expression of the goodness of God. The works of God is the expression, the unveiling, the manifestation of the goodness of God. Alright, so that the goodness of God will be revealed in him. This is why this problem has been. Now, now, please hear this. In every situation, in every situation, there is the perspective of God and there is the perspective of the devil. Satan wants to accomplish something. God has his agenda even in the midst of what Satan wants. Now, this is the thing. Depending on you, the, the, the person in the, in the situation, the agenda of the devil can manifest or the agenda of God. The, the question is, whose report do you believe? Whose side are you on? Okay? For, for Joseph, Joseph said, what was meant for evil. God has turned it for good. What was meant for evil? So his brothers meant it for evil. In other words, Satan used his brothers to try to destroy Joseph's life. So there was evil intention. And we know where evil comes from. The ev evil comes from the devil. All right, Evil does not come from God. Evil comes from the devil. So, so the enemy meant for evil, but God, but God made it for good. So, so, so in any situation, the enemy has a plan. God has a plan. Now, in this situation, Satan had a plan for making this man to be born blind. Remember that we said that when Adam sinned, the spirit of disobedience infused itself into creation and into nature. So, so, so there is a spirit of disobedience that caused some things not to work well in the body of the mother that caused this guy to be born blind. Because the mother is not blind, the father is not blind. Now, when he was conceived in the womb, some things did not happen right in the formation of the fetus in the mother's womb. That thing that did not happen right is as a result of the spirit of disobedience that seeped and filled and, and saturated nature and marinated nature. Alright, so that's what happened and this man was born blind because some things went wrong in the formation of the fetus in the womb. And that thing that went wrong is as a result of what? The spirit of disobedience. Alright, and this disobedience was the one of Adam. It's not this man and it's not the parents. It's the one of Adam. The, the original sin that entered into creation. Alright, so 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 the enemy had an agenda why this man came out blind. There's something Satan wants to do. There's something Satan wants to do. But in the same situation that Satan had chosen 
to show his hand. God also shows his hand. Listen, listen. Adversity is nothing but an opportunity for the revealing of for the revelation of the goodness of God. Adversity, troubles are nothing but opportunities. So God takes advantage of what the devil is trying to do to showcase his goodness. Oh yeah, yeah. To manifest his goodness, to display his goodness. So what are you going through? What is happening in your life? What is going on in your life? that you don't like, that you see if the enemy is at work here, yeah, the hand of the devil is causing delay, the hand of the devil is, you know, bringing denial the hand of the devil is bringing suffering, yes Satan is doing something, but can I also tell you that God is doing something, God is doing something what the enemy meant for evil God turns it around for good what the enemy means for evil, there is a plan that God has for that evil. God wants to turn it around and manifest his goodness. This is what is happening here. God wants to showcase his goodness in this stubborn problem. So, so Satan may have wanted to afflict this man to damage his destiny, to make sure that the parents uh, do not have the joy of raising a normal child and, and, and so on and so forth. Satan had what he wanted to do. But God had a good plan. Jesus said, Jesus said, this man was born blind so that the works of God or so that the goodness of God should be revealed in the man. So that the goodness of God should be revealed in the man. What is going on in your life? I want you to know that some of the things that are going on in your life that you, 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 you can't explain why am I in this situation? Why am I in this situation? What is going on in my life? Why is this happening to me? Let me tell you, I don't know what the devil had in mind, but I am interested in what God has in mind. What does God have in mind in that situation? To reveal his goodness through you. To reveal his power through you. To show forth to the world how awesome he is. This is what God's agenda. And somebody needs to say, yes, Lord, let your agenda manifest in my life. Let your goodness manifest in my life. Let your kindness manifest. Let people see your hand in my life and give you praise. I live for the praise of God. I live for the glory of God. I live for the exaltation of God. I live for the praise of God. So what it is that you're going through, this stubborn problem that you are dealing with is going to reveal the goodness of God. It's going to reveal the goodness of God. At a level that, you know, when people see it, people are going to come to God. People are going to be drawn close to Him. So, your, your prayer is, Lord, reveal your goodness through this protracted struggle. Through this situation that has lasted for so long. Reveal your goodness. Reveal your goodness. Oh, yes. And, and, and when you think of it, when you think of it that the goodness of God is going to be revealed in this situation, it should make you glad. So instead of sit, sitting and being, and being sorrowful or mournful and being sad and being depressed, no, no, no. See that the goodness of God is going to be show, showcased. It's about to be shone forth to the world and people are going to see how good God is. Hallelujah. People are going to be drawn to God by his hand in your life, by his deliverance, by his mercies, by his intervention. People are going to be drawn to God. So, rejoice. Satan wants you to be sad 
because this thing is protracted. Satan wants you to lose your joy, lose your peace, be miserable because of this problem. Be full of regret, be full of you know, pain, be full of misery. That devil is a liar. I refuse to be miserable. I refuse to be full of pain. I refuse no, to be, to be sad and, and depressed. No, 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 no. I am going to rejoice because the goodness of God is about to be revealed in my life. Jesus said concerning this blind man, he is blind that the works of God should be revealed in him. That the works of God, that the goodness of God shall be seen in his life. That's why. So God wants to showcase his goodness. Maybe you have suffered some delay. You know, you've been praying for years and things are not coming right. You have fasted, you have prayed, you have sown seeds, you have done this, done that, you know, uh, all kinds of uh, spiritual interventions and it has not worked. Well, today, I came to let you know that it's time to look at this situation in a different way. I am about to see a, a manifestation of the goodness of God that the world has never seen before. That the, the family has never seen before. That the lineage has never seen before. That our, our nation has never seen before. That's what God wants to do. He wants to reveal himself. Reveal his work through your situation. So, not all stubborn problems are due to sin. Some of them are opportunities for the unveiling and the revelation of the goodness of God. And I came to make an announcement tonight, a very powerful prophetic announcement. Listen to it. We are in the season that God wants to reveal his goodness in South Africa. We are in the season that God wants to so, reveal his goodness in the people, in the lives of the people of South Africa, in the government of South Africa. Somebody asked the question, why are everything going, going south? Why are things going bad? Why are things blessing? The enemy meant it for evil. The enemy meant it for people to suffer, for the nation to go down, for the misery of the people to increase. That's what the enemy meant it. But can I tell you something? What the enemy meant for evil, God is turning it around for good. We are in the season that God wants to showcase his goodness in South Africa. The, we are in that season. Jesus said in this place, I must walk the works of him who sent me while it is day. The night is coming when no one can work. I must walk the works of him who sent me while it is day. The night is coming when no one can work. So, so Jesus is saying there is a season. There is a season for manifesting the goodness of God. There is a, there's a, a window. There is a window that I, I, when I do my work, the work of God is to showcase the goodness of God. All works of God is to showcase his goodness. Because God is an absolutely good God. Evil does not come from God. Only good comes from God. So when God does his work, it is the expression and the manifestation of his goodness, the display of his goodness, the showcasing of his goodness. That's what the work of God, every work of God is the showcase of his goodness. So Jesus says there's a season when I want to do my works, when I want to showcase my goodness. And he said in that season, must, must work. In that season, I must work. So we are in the season that God must work. Hey, listen, listen. In this season in South Africa, choose to be one of those that God will showcase his goodness in their life. When 
Prices are going up. Things are looking gloomy. Choose. I am one of those through which the goodness of God is going to be manifested in the midst of the darkness that is coming. <laughs> Make that decision. I am one of those that God is going to reveal his goodness to the world in the midst of what is happening. I am an exception. So in the season when things are you know, seeming dark and gloomy and, and, and darkness is covering the earth, I am one of those that, that through their lives and their testimony, the goodness of God is going to shine forth. It's a decision. Jesus said, I must do the work. So I am one of those that the work of God is going to flow through and manifest. So, so God is determined in the season when, when everyone else is complaining, God is determined in that season to showcase his goodness. So who are the candidates? Who is lifting their hand and say, here I am. <laughs> Show forth your goodness through me. Here I am. I am not going to be part of those who are complaining. I'm not going to be part of those who are, who are uh, um, uh, focusing on what the devil is doing. No, 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 no. I am one of those through whom the goodness of God is going to show forth. I am one of those through whom God is going to shine the light and, and, and celebrate his goodness in my life. Hallelujah. Jesus said, as long as I am in the world, I am the light of the world. So, Jesus must resolve stubborn problems in the season where stubborn problems are, are real. Look at, look, at, look, at, look at this in John chapter 5. Let me expand on it and show you. In John chapter 5, the Bible says in verse 5, John chapter 5 verse 5. Now a certain man was there who had an infirmity 38 years. He had an infirmity 38 years. When Jesus saw him lying there and knew and knew and knew that he already had been in that condition a long time. So Jesus saw him and realized <laughs> that this man has a stubborn problem. When Jesus realized that he had a stubborn problem, Jesus was drawn to that man. What do we learn here? God is attracted to stubborn problems. When God sees a situation that has stretched and stretched and stretched, his compassion is drawn towards people who have been in a stubborn problem. So, so if you've been in a problem that has protracted for so long, I want to let you know that your problem is shouting and heaven has paid attention to your problem. Heaven has been drawn to that problem. That has been there for a long time. It attracts the attention of God. Oh yes, the God we serve is very sensitive. He's very mindful of the vulnerable. He's very mindful of the sufferings of men. He's very mindful of it. He's very mindful. So, all the multitude of people who were sick... Bible said there were so many people, multitudes. So there could have been 200, 300, 1,000, 2,000 sick people of different kinds of diseases, of different kinds of ailments that were in this, in this pool of Bethesda. But there was this man who had been there 38 years. He's been the longest sitting in that place. And Bible said, and Jesus knew that he had been in this situation for long. In other words, Jesus knew that this had been a stubborn problem for a very long time. And Jesus walked straight to that man. I see God coming to you right now. I see God coming to you right now. 
if you have been in a stubborn problem that has lasted for so long, I see God coming to you right now. I see him being attracted to the situation you have been facing and coming to help you. Hallelujah. Jesus went straight to that man because our God is attracted to stubborn problems. Let me tell you something. The enemy may have told you that God abandoned you, that God is not paying attention. That's a lie. <laughs> that God is not hearing your prayer. That's a lie. Our God is drawn to stubborn problems. Our God is drawn to the cry of his people. Yes, yes, yes. The Bible says he's a very present help in a time of need. Our God is drawn towards the vulnerable. So you've been in a situation for so long, you have the attention of God. Mm. So, when Jesus went to that man, Jesus addressed his situation. So if you go back to the story we are reading from in, in chapter 9 of, of John, Jesus, verse 6, when he had said these things, he spat on the ground and made clay with the saliva and he anointed the eyes of the blind man with the clay. And he said to him, go, wash in the pool of Siloam, which is translated sent. So he went and washed and came back seeing. So he went and washed and came back seeing. Alright. In the season that God is sorting out stubborn problems, we are in that season now. Listen, please. We are in a season. In South Africa, we are in a season that God is showing his mercy for his goodness to be manifested in the life of his children. In the midst of whatever is going on in the economy, in the midst of whatever is going on in the polity, I want you to understand that God has an agenda for his children. He wants to showcase his goodness through your testimony, through your life, so that the people out there, so that the people who are watching your life can be can bear witness of the goodness of God and thereby turn to God. And thereby turn to God. So in a season of revival, in a season of revival, God is showing mercy to stubborn problems. So we're in that season now. And that's, I believe that's why he, he asked me to share this, this message series. Because he, he wants to show mercy and wants to show kindness and wants to show forth his power on behalf of his children who have been in stubborn problems for a long time. We are in that season now. And you need to grab the mercy of God. Grab a hold of the goodness of God in this season and experience breakthrough and experience answers. Hallelujah. So, how, how do you respond in this season? Remember, we are in that prophetic season. It's a window. It's opened now. We are in that season. God is resolving stubborn problems. And that's why he asked me to preach it and teach it. And, and if, you, if you are receiving this teaching, you are going to partake. Right. What do you do in the season? Number one, you have to be sensitive to hear God. You have to be sensitive to hear God. In John chapter 9 verse 6, when he had said these things, he spat on the ground and made clay with the saliva and he anointed the eyes of the blind man with the clay. And he said to him, and he said to him, and he said to him, we're in the season God is speaking. I said it, that Jesus is the end of all stubborn problems. And he ends stubborn problems by speaking. 
you need to watch out for the word of the Lord. You need to let your spirit be sensitive to hear the rema word of God that sets you free, that breaks that bondage for 20 years, that breaks that bondage for 30 years, that breaks that bondage for 35 years, 40 years, 38 years, I don't know how long, 5 years that you have been in this situation. You must watch out for the voice of God. And he said to him, and he said to him, I'm hearing, and he said to you, and he said to you, He's saying to you, there's something that needs to leave his mouth, that needs to enter into your ears to break the siege you are under. Let me say that again. There's something that needs to leave his mouth and enter into your ears. You need to hear what he is saying. Because he is saying something to set you free. He is saying something to terminate the suffering. He is saying something to terminate the struggle. He is saying something to terminate the delay. He is saying something to deal with the stubborn problem. But you need to hear it. For this man, he heard what Jesus said. Jesus said, go wash in the pool of Siloam, which is translated sent. Look at the man's action. So he went. So he went and washed and came back saying. You see, he obeyed that instruction. There is an instruction, there is a word from the Lord that carries the breakthrough that you are looking for. Do you know, as that word came out from the mouth of Jesus, this man's blindness once he obeyed those words, the blindness was broken. It doesn't matter they had, that he had carried it all the days of his life. Since his mother gave birth to him, he had never seen. But when he received that word and acted on that word, the blindness was broken. The stubborn problem left. I'm saying to you, God is about to speak to you the words that need to terminate that stubborn problem. But are you sensitive to receive that word? Are you going to put yourself in a position to receive that word? Listen, this thing about sensitivity, it's about you nurturing your spirit and paying attention. It's about you nurturing your spirit and paying attention. Hallelujah. To, to hear what God is saying. Because out of his mouth comes deliverance. Out of his mouth comes separation. Out of his mouth comes promotion. Out of his mouth comes breakthrough. It comes out of his mouth. But your ears must hear it. It is what you hear and act on that provokes the release of the power of God. Let me say that again. It is what you hear from the mouth of God and then act on it that releases the power of God that provides the breakthrough. Is it not what Peter heard that made Peter, when he acted on come, Peter began to walk on water. Supernatural power was released to walk on water. Supernatural power is released out of the mouth of God. You need to hear it and then action act on it hallelujah so number one in this season you must be sensitive to hear god so what it means is that your spirit cannot be dull you can't afford for your spirit to be sunk there are a lot of believers who do not understand what i'm teaching tonight and they are you know their their spirit is always heavy no you can't afford for your spirit to be heavy in the season that God is giving breakthroughs and solving storm problems, you, you need to be sensitive to your spirit. You say, but pastor, how can I be sensitive to my spirit? Listen, this is what I do. I live a fasted life. I, I live a fasted life so that my spirit is always light and agile to hear from God. You can't be dense. No, no, no. You can't be dense. Skip, skip a meal. Skip two meals. Skip three meals. Whatever... You know, fasting and waiting on the Lord is one way to sharpen your spirit. S skip a meal. Skip two meals. 
You've been stuffing yourself with food. Who said you must eat three times a day? Who said you must eat four times a day and six times a day? No, food is making you dense. Skip a meal, skip two, skip three, skip four, skip five. And, and devote your time and your focus in prayer. You will sharpen your spirit. You will sharpen your sensitivity. And it is when your sensitivity is high that you hear that word. And then when you hear that word and act on it, breakthrough occurs. Number two. Number one is sensitivity to hear God. Number two is promptness to obey what you heard. Promptness to obey what you heard. It's not enough to hear it. If you hear it and not act on it, nothing changes. Peter could have heard, come, and he sat down in the boat. He would never have known how to have, to have the testimony of walking on water. So, so it is hearing it and obeying. The man, you know, heard God. Jesus tell him, go and wash in the pool. And he obeyed. He went, washed, and came back seen. He went, he washed, and he came back seen. He went, he washed, and he came back seen. Because the result is in the obedience. The Bible says it's, we, we are blessed when we do the word. We are not blessed hearing it. We are blessed when we do it, when we action it, when we obey the word. That's where the blessing is. Hallelujah. Number three, you must be willing to obey God despite whatever protocols that might be contrary. For the man in John chapter 5, it was a Sabbath day. For the man in John chapter 9, it was a Sabbath day. And according to the laws of the times, at the, at, uh, the laws of the land at the time, you are not supposed to do any work on, on the Sabbath day. You're not supposed to carry things. You're not supposed to walk long distances. No, you are supposed to observe the Sabbath. But here, Jesus <laughs> chooses to heal these people and set them free, Sabbath or no Sabbath. So, so when God is not respecting protocols, you mustn't allow protocols to stop you from receiving from God. Let me say that again. When God is wanting to go past protocols to bless you, Sometimes God is going to go through the line and you're not number one in the line. You're not number two. You are number 28 in, on the line. God goes to the line and picks you up and brings you to the front. When that is happening, don't be stupid to resist God and say, ah, I'm in the back. No, 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 no. I cannot go front. No, when God is choosing to favor you, when God is choosing to break protocol for you, please go with God. Please go with God. Don't be too righteous. Don't be too uh, yeah, self-righteous. To resist what God is doing to help you. When some, in this season, God is going to take people from the back and bring them to the front. And you cannot be apologetic about it. You cannot be apologetic about it. Listen, all the time that you have been in the problem and everybody was passing you and people were overtaking you and they were going. They were not, they were not waiting for you. Some of them were sp spraying water on you while they overtake you and go. Yes. Now it's your turn. For God to take you from the back and catapult you to the front, you can't be apologetic for it. You can't, you know, start explaining and say, you know, I'm sorry. No, no, you can't be apologetic for it. God is going to break protocols to bring you to the front. God is going to break protocols to take your business to the front. Because of the years you have lost, we serve a God who said in his word that for your shame, he shall give you double. For your shame, he shall give you double. So if you have been in a season where you are overlooked and people overtook you now god is about to make it up for you and when he's moving you to the front you cannot afford to say no you can't you have to go with the flow of god hallelujah 
So God does not consider the norms of men. God does not consider the norms of men uh, to, 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 to bless you. He, he has his program. His heart is there towards you. He sees that you have been in this problem for so long. He is about to break protocol for you. And when he's breaking protocol, go with the flow. Hallelujah. Look at the woman with the issue of blood. The cultures of the time said, you cannot touch anybody. You cannot come out of your house. You must not be seen in public. If, if you sit down on a seat and stand up and someone sits on that place, the person gets the file. That woman says, I don't care. My time for a miracle has come. I don't care. I don't care. She got out of the house. She did not allow the norms of the time to stop her from getting a blessing. I'm saying to you the same thing in this season. God is about to get you out and bring you out to bless you. Don't say no. Hallelujah. Don't say no. You must be ready to face and stand up to those who do not want you to come out of your stubborn problems. There are people who have you know, uh, uh, become used to you being single. So they don't want to see you married. There are some people who have become used to you being broke. They don't want to, they don't want to see you rich. <laughs> oh, I, I, I've been seeing this clip, you know, somebody was saying, uh, you know, um, you're asking me, what is the source of my money? What is the source of my wealth? And he said to them, you, you, now we are rich. You are asking what is the source of our wealth. When we were poor, did you ask what is the source of our poverty? <laughs> when we were poor, did you ask what was the source of our poverty? Now we are rich. You ask, get out of this place. <laughs> hey, get out of this place. I want to say to you, in this season, some people are not happy that you are going to get out of this stubborn problem. You must watch out for those people. Blind Bartimaeus is crying out. Have mercy on me. Have mercy on me. And then people are shouting him down. There are those people who want you to continue your stubborn problem. I want to shout you down. Who don't want you to get delivered? Who don't want this problem to be solved? Get free. Get, um, 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 be, be notified that they are coming. And be ready to deal with them. Hallelujah. And then, there are close family and close friends who your blessing is going to be too much for them to handle. The outcome and the outfall of you getting out of this stubborn problem is going to become too much for them to handle. You must be ready to deal with them. Uh, my time is run out. But this man's parents are facing spotlights. Spotlight is on them now. This man who was born blind. Spotlight is on them now. And they, are, they, 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 they didn't know how to deal with it. So they asked him the question, is this not your child who was born blind? How come he's seen now? Ah, they say we don't know. We don't know how he's seen. We know that he was born blind, but we don't know how he's seen. And the Bible said they're saying that because they did not want to provoke the anger of the Pharisees. They, 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 they didn't. So I'm saying to you now that when your problem is solved, there are people who the problem, the, the storm problem that has just been broken is going to create inconvenience for them. Yes, yes. And they don't know how to handle it. So you must get ready for those kind of people. So get ready for people who are going to oppose you coming into a new season. Get ready for people who love you, who don't know how to deal with the inconvenience of your blessing. Your blessing is going to produce some inconvenience. 
Your blessing is going to produce some attention. And they are not ready for that attention. You must get ready for them. Somebody is coming out of being broke to becoming a billionaire in a short period of time. That's going to draw some attention. Oh yes, it's going to draw some attention. And some of the people close to you are not ready for that attention. Some people close to you, they are not ready for the blessing that is coming into your life. Eh? Listen, listen. Uh, Peter and his friends toiled all night and caught nothing. In the morning, Jesus borrows their boat. And then when Jesus is done preaching with their boat, Jesus decides to bless them. Jesus blesses them. They catch fish. They catch fish that cause the net to be breaking and cause their boat to start sinking. That they had to call on their partners. There are some partners that are not ready for the level of blessing coming into your life. I'm telling you, they are the same ones who are going to badmouth you. They are the same ones who are going to say horrible and ugly things. I'm telling you, there are people who were, who were happy to associate with you when you were broke. Now that you are blessed beyond measure, they don't know how to handle it. They are the ones who are going to say that you went somewhere to do whatever. They are the ones who are going to say that you went somewhere to consult. Get ready for them. Get ready for them. Get ready for them. Whatever God has planned for you, they can't stop it. It's your season. My time is up. I have to round up for tonight. And I bless you with the blessing of the Lord. Your stubborn problem is broken in the name of Jesus. In this season, receive the miracles. Receive the hand of God. Receive what God is sending in your direction. God bless you. I'm going to continue on Monday as we continue looking into this issue of the goodness of God and stubborn problems. Good night for now and bye-bye. There comes a time in your life when you need a change, an upgrade. You need upliftment. You need lasting results. You just want your life to be real. You need your life to be meaningful, deep, full, purposeful and easy. You're looking for enlargement, amplification, increase, strengthening. You're looking for growth in your life. You want leverage, strategic advantage, gain and favor, ability to influence, clout and strength. Join us at Resurrection Life Church every Sunday. Visit our website .reslife.org.za for more information. Make this year your year of being real. Embrace rapid enlargement and leverage. It is your time.